The Olympics are here. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. By going to manscaped.com using our code TAGS, T-A-G-S. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex podcast. I'm your host, Steve V. This is episode 284. Today, alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Doing really good on this Monday. Had a good weekend. We'll get all into it. Joining us today in for Lincoln is Cody Maurice Doggett from Tags Live. How are you, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing well. How are you doing today? <laughs> good, good, good. We had so much fun over the last week, weekend and week celebrating Cody's birthday. His oh, oh my happy God, belated birthday, boo. Thank you, darling. Thank you. <laughs> we had so much. One highlight was we went to celebrate. Uh, it's called $3 Bill in Brooklyn. Oh, I've been there. It's a blast. That party was so much fun. So fun. We had, they had these blow up pools like you know waiting pools all yeah. over the whole place and before you got there cody my friend and i uh-huh. saw that they had sort of a life size or a big size Django. so we started playing with these guys which was a lot of fun have you guys ever played that it's super oh, fun jenga the wooden block yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i wanted to yeah. play so bad jenga. i wanted to play oh, the big one oh we should have it's so fun we ended up playing with these two guys one guy was really attractive he had like these white guy with dreads all the way down had really beautiful blue eyes and blue eyeshadow on he was really sexy and i kept 
looking at him instead of the Django piece that I ultimately <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing went down. You're and, like, I lost. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to Django with him, but he ended up at the end coming up to me and saying, hey, I thought you were kind of cute. Can I make out with you? And I said, sure. So we start <laughs> oh. making out. And then he said, oh, me and the other guy are going to go back to his place. He lives around the corner. And I was like, not feeling that slutty at that moment. So mm-hmm. <laughs> plus we were there for your birthday. I'm like, well, I'm here for my friend's birthday. So and thank Aww. you. But uh, yeah, no, <laughs> but it was fun. And the game was fun. And we had such a great time celebrating your birthday, Cody. So yeah. I mean, Happy get it in for birthday. my birthday. That's what I want to say <laughs> next time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, okay. Um, we have to get into hot topics here. and But before we get into it, I definitely wanted to mention here in new york city there's a friend a friend of our show a friend of ours and jeremy's juan pablo otherwise known as jp ramirez has gone missing and they've been posting all over facebook he's been missing since last wednesday june july 21st he was spotted in the Hell's Kitchen area. So for New Yorkers that listen to the show, keep an ear out for this. He was spotted between 51st, between 9th and 10th Avenue. JP Ramirez, he's he's about 42, 5'11", 170 pounds, brown hair, shaved head, really, really nice guy. And he's gone missing, right, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You pointed this out to me, and we know he's such a nice guy, right? Yes, he's a really great guy, and I hope that uh, they can locate him somewhat soon. Absolutely. I'm going to post this on Tag's podcast. Uh, This comes out Tuesday morning, July 27th. So if you have any information, the phone number to contact is all on there. Go to tagspodcast.com. Hoping for the best for JP because he really is a nice guy, and um, we hope we get word from him real soon. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Um, I don't know if you guys are watching the Olympics, but I, as a former gymnast, I just had to tune in. And are you watching at all, Jeremy? I haven't. No, I've, I, of course, watched the clothing segment and they talked yeah. about it on like Hoda and Jenna <laughs> and things like that. But I haven't watched any of the actual sports. And I talked to you, Cody, offline. You haven't had a chance. Yeah, but not yet. It's still not too late. Gymnastics is my favorite. Like I said, as a former gymnast, I'm so into it. Simone Biles is just like the greatest of all time. And oh my God, I was watching her yesterday. And even on her bad day, which she sort of had a shaky start bad day, she still came in number one on all around. And I just love her. But the men, my God, they are on tonight. And shout out to Yule. Modower, who's so hot and sexy, and so is Sam McCulloch, who is both of them. I'm just like, oh my god, I do not need porn this week with these guys. They're so hot. So yes, <laughs> tune I'm in all just for that, right? Tune in for that. It's a lot of fun, and get your Olympics game on. Okay, well, we've got to talk about Little Nas X. It seems like he's always in the news. Did you see his latest video, Industry? baby yes i loved it did you good it's so good right i thought it was fun and playful it's it's very refreshing to see just a gay artist in general that's really like 
open and has a very vibrant uh, music video palette at the moment. Like just every video that he's come out with recently has been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, so the song's called Industry Baby, and uh, one article was saying uh, he was hit. He barely released it the other day, and he's been hit, of course, on Twitter with several homophobic tweets. He's not one, though, to back down from people calling him an industry plant released into the world just to spread the gay agenda, people are saying, and appeal to the lower demographic, to uh, saying the gay-themed video is demonic. Little Nas X has seen it all, but he's responded to all of them. And now, for instance, one person called the song, which was co-produced by Kanye West, demonic and ridiculed the religious man for being involved with the work. But in response, Little Nas replied that there was nothing demonic about the music video. While the prior music video, Montero, directly involved the devil, Industry Baby was just about a jailbreak. Little Nas X then told the homophobe to just say you hate gay people, Musty. And he <laughs> went on. I was reading all of the the things that people... He had a comeback for all of them. And it really is an homage. He's celebrating on this because it's about a jailbreak. Um, he's working with the bail project and the braille project is a national nonprofit organization on a mission to ending cash bails one of the key drivers of mass incarceration and structural racism in u.s criminal legal system essentially when somebody gets finds themselves in jail for any crime that big or small the bail is set and mm. oftentimes in certain communities it's so high they can't even pay it yeah. and it could be for like small crimes even and until they can get a court date there's and they and if you can't pay that you're stuck in the system so yep. it's kind of a, i love that he's bringing awareness to that but did you guys notice the dance segment scene where he's naked with his dancers so wonderful what did you think cody it made me gasp in amazement and it also made me so happy that he is just living his best life and doing whatever he wants to do uh i just loved it i i loved everything about it it's so tongue-in-cheek it's so outside of the box and i read a tweet that he's it's funny that you mentioned that he has a comeback for everything because i read a tweet that he sent back and he said if he wanted to spread the gay agenda so to speak if you wanted to suck a dick then you that's already planted inside of you so there there's no spreading the gay agenda as that that one commenter would say so yeah somebody else was said something about oh of course you have the black man the black gay man doing a dance segment naked in prison and then you have the white man because there's uh Jack Harlow, who's uh -huh. a rapper who's featured in the video, is seen with a woman, like a security guard. And so he says, way to push the agenda. And he clapped back, Whoa. little Nas, essentially saying, oh, he, oh because the, the tweeter essentially said, you with feminine dancers. And little Nas cl clapped back again and said there's nothing more masculine than being owning your masculinity and your femininity too mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the reasons why i really 
I'm so impressed with him. I just love what he does. I love the music too, but it's so refreshing to see him pushing these boundaries that so many artists like Madonna and Lady Gaga and all kinds of prints and all kinds of artists have done in the past. And he's really owning his blackness. He's, he's drawing attention to something about the Bales system that's really needs to be reformed, mm-hmm. which he's doing really good. And then lastly, he's not a- afraid to play with masculinity and femininity too. And these are all things that I think we need to see more examples of. And I just, I'm all here for it. I think it's great. I couldn't agree more. I agree with you 100%. Absolutely. So keep going with your badass self, little Nas. We are here for it. Okay. Well, you know how we always tell you that we are here for you. We give advice, solicited or none. This week, <laughs> we have somebody reaching out to us and they write to us, hey, tags, guys, uh, they love the show. And I'd, he really wants to get our input on something that has to do with his relationship. And so he says, my boyfriend... Um, I'd never dream of hurting his feelings. We've been together for going on two years now. And quite honestly, he's perfect in almost every way, except you knew there was an except, right? <laughs> he's a he's a big softy. I'm a rather kinky individual and am typically a very submissive person in a sexual relationship. My boyfriend tries to accommodate that, but he's just such a gentle and soft person that he can't seem to pull off the Dom role. I'd never leave him over this or give him any kind of ultimatum or shame because he is trying, but what are some tips on getting him to be tougher in the bedroom? Jeremy, I know you read this over and have some advice for him. What what were your first thoughts when you heard this and what advice would you want to give to our listener? So I think there's like little, uh, little things that you could do as in being playful with your partner i think overall he you can't exactly change someone but you can always entice them especially when you're in a relationship and maybe tease the fact that you want to be dominated more or you enjoy being the submissive one and i think uh little playful things like maybe wrestling or like just a sort of like pillow fight tug of war like in the bedroom type of thing is really fun and could kind of open up that realm of knowing that like, or choking during sex. And I don't know, just introducing like maybe little, (laughs) little toys or buying a paddle. There's a bunch of different uh, ideas that I thought of uh, that are easy little, just ways to ease into it, but not make it, aggressive and he may gain interest by introducing those little things you know what i love about that jeremy is what you just said is in other words if you just tell somebody okay you're the dom like that label and i'm the sub let's go and you're in bed you've actually given some actions so some actual actions so i love the choking the with the role playing and the Mm -hmm. toys it gives somebody some character to kind of take on or like you said towards a prop right often you need or i love the wrestling or the choking bits of course if it's safe right and 
But I like that you give in examples of actions versus just you be the dom and I'm the sub and and that person's like if you don't and have go. any action and go. Yeah. You you're kind of there's no barometer or anything, but if you have an activity like you suggested, I like all the ones you suggested. Those are really good um, tips. Absolutely. And they made me hot too, so thank you so much. And for they that made, you're going to try <laughs> to with your boyfriend tonight, <laughs> um, Cody. What were your thoughts when you heard about this on somebody who who they're so in love with their boyfriend, but they're not as dominant as maybe they would like? And you know, that's a common thing. You don't necessarily know when you fall in love with somebody how every you might have good sex on those first few times, but you don't always get in depth with your other kinky sides, correct? It's it's all about exploring because you you can never in those first initial couple uh, sexual encounters, you don't get into all the aspects of your entire sexuality and there's no way that you can. So that's what they're doing now. They're exploring. And I agree with Jeremy wholeheartedly. Ease into it. Ease him into it. It sounds like he's already easing him into it. But it sounds also sounds like he's very familiar with the dom and the sub role. So maybe he takes on he explores his dominant side and shows gives his partner an, an example of exactly what it is he wants. He could to explore his dom side he can also show him via media because there's plenty of porn out there dom sub media out there and my last uh suggestion would be clothes make the man so if you want to be your partner to be more dominant find out what makes him feel more dominant and have him fake it until he makes it basically Excellent. Those are really good ones. I wrote um, some similar things too. I wrote watching videos with examples of dom sub situations, which is what you said, Cody. And I think, again, just to reiterate that whole idea of if you want your partner to act a certain way and you save it till when you're actually going to have sex. To me, I think of everything. To me, everything's like stage and not on stage. <laughs> you guys know me. I'm always either on stage or I'm not. And to me, when you're on stage, it's lights, camera, action. The cameras are rolling. You're already, you've got the deal. The show is on. But there's all kinds of pre-production work. There's pre-production work for this show that goes on. We don't just initially turn on everything and we go. And to make a better show, it requires some work on behind the scenes. So I think if you think of your sex life or something that you want in, if you wait for 11 o'clock on a Friday night or whenever it is you're about to have sex to do it, it's too late. That's showtime. And even if the showtime is just between (laughs) the two of you, it's still showtime. Mm -hmm. And if you like acting don't do any practice or piano, you don't practice any of this stuff, you're going to be flat or it's just going to be the same stale performance time and time again. So if you want change, you've got to do some work. And part of the things that I wrote are watching videos, like Cody said, and watching them together earlier on in the night, during the week, so that you could see how and pointing out, I think if you do it when it's not cameras on and you do it kind of like saying, oh, I just wanted to show you kind of some examples of 
dom sub roles um i wrote role playing scheduling it with scheduling it with like foreplay and create a whole scene scenes are i think we were talking about this on the last episode uh if you think of it like acting you can create these different personas and kind of flesh them out you can even play like i was talking about on a recent episode of the daddy son role play you can play with even the other role so i was going to go to a workshop soon i think at the end of this month that's exploring daddy and son roles and i'm more inclined to be the son in the submissive role but this workshop is going to have me play both roles and i think that's what you were alluding to cody is if you kind of play with both of them you can kind of flesh all of that out and it's kind of fun to see in a safe environment how far you can kind of go with some of these characters um you can make it fun immediately intimately sharing your sexual desires when so essentially if you can kind of intimately share whether it's through video or how you'd like to be treated when you're not in the sex act so in other words when beforehand or scheduling like a date night with each other sharing some of these videos you can share them where it doesn't feel like you're hurting someone's feeling and saying i need you to be like this Mm -hmm. because i think if you say that in the middle of sex that's never gonna change and you might even make that person uncomfortable um i wrote make it a night relax together with the intent of sex later find relaxing things like whether it's a drink or smoking a joint but really expressing kind of these desires and trying them all out and the last thing i wrote is patience if you're excuse me if you're really trying all these things out you have to have patience which it sounds like he does have patience um but i think you kind of have to have a plan and i hope some of this advice helps you out though i think um it can be always interesting to explore some of these things to get what you want. I think it's mm-hmm. totally possible though. Don't you guys think it's oh, possible to achieve this? 100%. And something that kind of came up for me while you were speaking, Steve, was that this is so vast and Dom sub relationships. There's so much to explore there. Just take your time, have fun with it, let loose and just, just go with the flow. So yeah. yeah, and I think that exactly the good news is that it sounds like his boyfriend already takes on that role. He just we just need to pull out a little bit more out of him. And if you don't know, like if you take any acting one on one class, you might think <laughs> I'm angry. And oftentimes they're like, but it's not reading as angry. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're saying we need you to get angry. How do you get angry? angry well you got to do the work so you got to figure out what makes you upset you got to do practice you've got to think about different things that get you in that mode and often nine times out of ten if you do the work when you come back to the stage you're now drawing upon all these experiences so it's not at level four anymore it's at now level six because you now have better examples on how to emote anger And so Mm -hmm. I think the same thing can be done with this, too. It's just he's already accepted the role. He's been cast as the Dom. 
the relationship is set. <laughs> now we just got to elevate him. And I think we gave you some examples on how to do it. So please keep us posted on this. We want to hear. Um, I hope some of this information helps for you. And if you have want some relationships or sex advice, we are here for you. Don't be afraid. DM us on Instagram at Tags Podcast, and we will give you the best that we've got to offer. So thanks so much for that. All right. Well, we've got to move on. And it comes in the form of a new prep pill that they're testing that would be a once a month prep pill, which so far the pharma company Merck announced impressive results for its new medication, Islatravir. And the drug is being... Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success investigated as both a treatment for HIV and as a form of PrEP. Uh, Merck announced the results of an ongoing phase 2A clinical trial at the virtual 11th International AIDS Society Conference on HIV Science last week. So the trial is looking at Isla... you know how these names are, Isla Travir (laughs) as a once a month tablet for PrEP. And they're looking into some other ones, including an injectable prep. And I know, Jeremy, we, when we started the show, visited a doctor where she was doing trials on injectable prep. Do you think that this would be something, a once a month prep would be so much easier to just not have to worry about it if you could take a once a month pill like this? Yeah, I do. I think it would be uh, beneficial for a lot of people. And I mean, I've never had an issue forgetting to take it, but I do know uh, a lot of people that just it would cause concern forgetting it and uh, missing a few days and stuff like that. So it would definitely be helpful in that case as well. And I, I think it's great. Me as well, because I don't mind taking the once a day pill, but it's sometimes I, I'm like, oh, shoot, I, you know, hours have gone by and I forget, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't take that many pills. And so 
for me, this would be a great thing. One bit of information here, last month it was announced that the researchers at the University of Washington would receive $122 million from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to conduct a five-year study into the effectiveness of this drug as a once-a-month HIV treatment pill. So I like that they're getting, I like that Bill and Melinda might be in divorce mode, but they're still giving their money to the gays, and you can't fault them for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cody, what do you think about this? Would this be something that you would be interested in taking if it would be a lot easier, right? First and foremost, I just thought of a horrible joke when you were like, this is this the name of of the 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 drug, the drug. it's listrevere i was like that isn't it my cousin i don't know i, I think <laughs> i'm sorry okay all right i had to say it <laughs> no um, yes <laughs> but i think it's great i do the only thing that worries me about it is forgetting to take it once a month and what are the repercussions if you do forget to take it can you take it the next day do you have to wait an entire month before it's effective again i just need all those questions answered before i am able to put my stamp of approval on it basically yeah i agree i'm all here for it i love how they keep just doing the research on this i think it's so important um you know moving on we hear so much about PrEP. Well, there's a writer by Tyler Curry in Plus Magazine, online magazine, posed an interesting question. He writes the article saying, the fixation on PrEP obscures issues like healthcare disparities and the importance of you equals you. Um, so essentially, he's positive, the guy writing. He says he's white in this article, and he's wondering that prep he says i get messaging around prep he says i get it messaging around prep is sexy and fun he says he follows an lgbtq plus influence influencers who are often paid by sexual wellness organizations or prep delivery companies to ask provocative questions post flirty dirty polls about whether their followers are on prep would be on prep or are opposed to prep And as you can imagine, this irked this writer quite a bit as a positive man, so much so that he finally pushed back on one particular account with over 100,000 followers. And as he perused through all of the cute stories, and he writes, with Ken dolls perched in precarious positions, I urged him to include undetectable equals untransmittable messaging so as not to exclude any followers who may either test positive while seeking prep or already are positive and he said he pressed on on another post where he asked his followers whether they prefer being on prep or using condoms the writer replied that i preferred being undetectable and once again urged him to incorporate some status neutral messaging every Mm -hmm. message was hearted but there was there has been nary a mention of you equals you to this day he also goes on just in the rest of this article and i'll post this on it's an interesting inquiry that i found that i provoked provoked my interest he goes on to say that not everybody has access he recognizes that he is a white privileged male but that if you're from an underrepresented group you might not have access to to various treatments and I don't know. I think, do you think, Jeremy, when you hear this, that there is an emphasis on prep use and 
almost a glamorization of it, but not enough of of HIV positive men that are U equals U living with it. I do. I do still feel somewhat of that stigma listening to this. Uh, so I would have to agree. And uh, I think that it could come from, it, it's really your personal perception of it, I think also. Uh, but it does overall, I think, give that a little bit of a distaste, in my opinion, of uh, over saturating the idea of how great it is without making it a, a sort of equal playing ground if you know what i mean yep i agree with that a lot and sure. this this article really you know there's been more and more people coming out as positive i mean i think it this shift is happening it's just a lot slower than what we see prep happening and i think that we need more examples of people. Yeah. I mean, I think people should be putting U equals U up on and recognizing. I mean, there was just an article recently that showed people living with HIV now that when they're undetectable, currently, the study said, have the same life expectancy as somebody that is not positive. So we're almost wow. at that point now where people the study is showing that with one pill a day and they're undetectable, that their life expectancy in this current study, at least that their life expectancy is the same as ours. So Cody, what are your thoughts? Do you think there is an emphasis on this or is it much ado about nothing? I think that Jeremy is 100% correct because I feel like as someone who is HIV negative, be uh, seeing the viewpoint of someone who is HIV positive is is kind of out of the the scope of the realm of it's just not in their wheelhouse right now. So it's very easy for them to kind of exclude HIV positive people. And I agree with the the poster. I think that we should be trying to take the stigma out of HIV, being HIV positive by being inclusive with everyone. And I think that that this is something that we need to really be thinking about. So I'm glad that they are putting that right in 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 our viewpoint and and kind of telling us what their Absolutely. experience is and what it would take for them to be for for them to be feel included. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we need more examples of that. Um, absolutely. Something to think about. I will post this because it's a really great article that this person wrote uh, coming as a positive white man. And I, he's looking at it from different angles. Sometimes I think we just got to mix up and look at other people's perspective. He's actually looking at it in as a positive man, but considering a white privileged man and considering those that might not have access. And I think that's really great. So I'm going to post yeah. this on tagspodcast.com. Check our show notes on that. Okay. Well, I had to talk about this next story because it reminded of me of when you rent a house on Airbnb and there's been a lawsuit going on for three years Icon Mail, which is a porn company, settles a three-year suit on filming in a woman's home. They were shooting porn, yes. The, the lawsuit was between Icon Mail and Massachusetts homeowner Leah Bassett. It's finally over. The three-year lawsuit has recently ended in a settlement, though the details on the said settlement have not been disclosed to the public. 
essentially back in 2018, Bassett was suing porn conglomerate Mile High Media for shooting porn inside her Martha's Vineyard home. How dare they? What? Bassett had rented out the house for several months between 2014 and 2015 to a man named Joshua Spafford. But according to the blast, Spafford was just a front. In reality, Nika Noel, owner of Mile High Media, was the real renter, and unbeknownst to Bassett at the time, Noel's use of the space was to film several porn videos, including some gay porn for Icon Mail. And while there, there were dozens of videos filmed, many of which are still unknown, we, the article does know, the person writing this, that Schoolboy Fantasies 2 and His Son's Best Friend Volume 1 were among them <laughs> after I love the rental. Names. Let me <laughs> That's <too>. great. <laughs> after the rental ended, Bassett noticed that the space suffered, or suffered around 16000 worth of damages. But that wasn't the only problem. To Bassett, the bigger issue came toward the end of the rental. So the lawsuit states that the renter promised the house would be used for commercial purposes. In addition, Noel did not get the proper film permits and violated city zoning laws. Oh. And toward the end of the rental period, porn performer Billy Sen Toro contacted a local newspaper about porn being illegally shot at the home. It seems Bassett had previously been accused of be- abusive behavior and creating an unsafe working conditions. So Santoro may have gone to the press as a revenge tactic. Do not get these porn stars mad, people. She's trouble, <laughs> Billy. Yeah, the, the owner originally was asking for $3 million in a settlement. It's settled, and there is no price that we now know of. But my goodness, um, you know, it's funny because oh, over... In June, my sister rented a house, and an Airbnb house, not for porn, obviously. <laughs> we were outside. It reminded me a couple of things that were funny about this. So we were in the home, and we were having a barbecue one day at like, I mean, I think it was like getting into the 10 o'clock hour. If anyone knows Santa Cruz, California, though, it's kind of a sleepier town. It's beautiful and amazing beach town, but they kind of pack it up earlier And we got like a call on my sister's phone from the owner that we were being loud and that there was a dog. What? Um, My sister's friend dog brought over. Apparently no dogs were allowed, but it was outside. How did they know we had a dog? Well, we realized that there was cameras in the backyard pointing (laughs) at us and they could... the. I think it was like not the owner, but you know how they have rental management companies run Mm -hmm. these Airbnbs for people. Uh They had a camera that was looking right at us and we knew they were because even when we turned down the noise and calmed down, we would have been that loud. Yeah. We still got another message that knew that one car was parked where they didn't think it should be and the dog was still there. And they blamed the neighbors next door but there was no neighbors looking about and we know it was that camera we were being watched which is crazy right that you would have that that should be illegal for sure the the other funny bit the other bit funny bit was it was a three-bedroom house it was this really cool house one bedroom had a bathroom in it and the other bedroom was upstairs which had a master bathroom and the third bedroom didn't have one so i did not want to go in the middle of the night into my friend's 
bedroom to pee. Mm-hmm. So I went outside to pee and so did my friend. Oh my and, and I realized, oh shit, there's cameras there you too. We're going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> I know. But I mean, it's crazy. What are your guys' thoughts when you hear about, I mean, but no one should ever be doing porn on something like this, right, Jeremy? I mean, what are your thoughts, right? So I kind of have like mixed feelings about it because I feel like with this specific story, you it's inevitable that you're going to get caught because of the fact that someone's blackmailing the other person. Yeah. And yeah. I do think there are loopholes around getting caught filming porn at any property. You can easily make it look like it's not the space that you're in. You can also shoot outdoors. If you're renting at Martha's Vineyard, I'm assuming it's when there's nice fucking weather. So... I'm sure that there's a beautiful sprawling lawn or backyard or somewhere that can be shot that's nondescript for you to get away with shooting there. Jeremy, I, I need all these loopholes. I'm sorry. I completely understand <laughs> that it's also a location that's so beautiful that I I don't really blame them for shooting porn there. And I think that the thing is, in this specific situation, they're caught because of the fact that someone's blackmailing someone else where I don't think this rich owner would have ever known otherwise. Mm -hmm. So I think that there, I guess my point is that it's like a 50 50. I do think respecting the person's property is very important. And if you want to keep good reviews on Airbnb for yourself, when you want to rent future properties, that's also important. But I also think that there are ways around not getting caught doing it at someone's property and also maybe next time resort to doing it at a hotel where hotels are meant for you can afford to rent a suite and have all the sex you want all over it and it's going to be cleaned up the next day by somebody the staff that works there so it's kind of uh, both and both i hear what you're saying and the the one thing i would say about what you're saying i think if it was like an only fans thing who doesn't want to shoot something fun in this beautiful house that you rented and no one for the most part is going to know about it i think the two things that come to mind for me is a don't be a douchey film company that is known for being a douche and we've reported on so many of them on this show before mm-hmm. and people are going to come for you and especially if you're doing something outside of protocol and when i say protocol what i mean by that is porn companies spend a lot of money they they're they they're opt to make a lot of money off of people they're essentially like a hollywood film company that have protocol that they have to follow it's a shoot right there's often all kinds of crew present needed damages like so they mentioned damages that happen like any photo shoot or things this is why people don't like to rent out their houses or there's a built-in fee for damages for this kind of thing because inevitably things happen on a shoot it just does there's so 95 people in the house that's meant for like a four-person household and now you're trying to shoot all this crazy stuff in there and they're opt to make money off of other people it's going to go out in public so i think for those purposes yeah i think if you're doing kind of only fans kind of things a few things yeah have live your best life i don't know what are your thoughts on this cody I agree with you. I think that if it's a big studio anyway, Jeremy mentioned that they would have to, uh, that the owner would have to clean if you 
something about cleaning. And I think that if it's a studio, they should pay somebody to actually go in and really clean and do all the things that need to be done in order for them to be in compliance with the Airbnb. I think that this is, I, if you rent out your house, I think that you open yourself up to actually having something like this transpire. And I, I don't feel bad for the people that own the house because if they have this beautiful home, then they, and that they're renting out, then they kind of open themselves up to it. Yeah, let me ask you this, Jeremy. If you had a house like, you know, the beautiful house you live in, if you put it up for Airbnb, would you want there to be a porn shoot going on there that you didn't know about? I mean, it, you can't ask me because I don't just think tell it you would, the actors, right? I, <laughs> I don't think it would bother. I just honestly don't think it would bother me. I think I would be coming back in with like uh, the expectations that when you rent somewhere and anyone goes on a vacation, almost always sex is paired sex with is that. Happen. And I so, mean... I mean, I'm not so shocked. And it also is like, did they bring 50 fucking guys or was it like five guys? You know, you know what I mean? I think all of those things are the things that actually matter versus the fact that they had sex at her property. And I'm sure it's a huge ass house and it's probably on a beautiful property and, so I don't know. I just don't take it that seriously. And I think if it was my home, I still don't think I wouldn't want, I would take away whatever I don't want to get ruined. So like, say I have, I'm, I love my bedding and I have really expensive bedding and stuff. And I would get like Marshall's uh, just yeah. a comforter from somewhere. That's like decent tar- stuff, but not target <laughs> or something that just matches. And I'd make sure that things that I care about weren't ruined. Other than that, if everything's fine when you come back, what the hell is the big issue? True. And I think that only adds to the value of the Airbnb you can put in your little description. And let me ask you this. How much do you think she made on that rental? Exactly. Just to rent it out? I mean, probably quite a bit. But the problem was... Whether this is true or not, she noticed that there was 16000 worth of damages. And I, I kind of agree with you. I just think that this guy that runs the Smile High, what did I say the, the name of this was? Um, Nika Noel, Mile High Media, and Icon Mail sounded sloppy to me. So in other words, they allowed damages to happen and not fix them then that's definitely someone you don't want in your home and but you yeah. do open yourself up also, to it as well when you're going to rent but also right. they, they should be able to afford to pay for the damages that's something that that they should have already have built into their budget for to make the movie yeah and see i don't think that they did and then they just kind of passed the house off and then they also pissed off this billy santoro porn star don't get me who started. Who was on disgruntled? Her. Do you know Billy? Oh, <laughs> uh, Billy! I've seen, Billy's a I've snitch. Seen, she's a. I've heard things about Billy on on. I'm, yes, she's not. Regardless, like, though, you don't want to be <laughs> snitched on. And then it's been three year thing, and that they're just finally settling it, and so it's crazy. Anyways, we want to know how you feel on this. Would you rent out your Airbnb and mind or not mind if they filmed porn in it? 
let us know. You can also DM me. We'll post this on an Insta story too, because I want to hear from you guys too. Or you can DM me at Tags Podcast. You can ask for sex and relationship advice on Instagram at Tags Podcast. Thanks, guys. This has been so much fun, as always. Follow my co-host on Instagram, Jeremy Ross Lopez, at J. Ross Lopez, at J. Ross Lopez, and Cody Maurice Duggett. Follow him. He's got two of them. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching, at KMD Coaching, and his personal one at Mr. Maurice, at Mr. Maurice. This has been so much fun. Thanks, guys. In the meantime... Keep it sexy. Continue having hot gay, gay sex. 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 Yeah. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey Tags listeners, Craving for more tags? Hungry like I am? Well, now you can unlock exclusive tags content. I'm talking about our weekly tags after show and our twice monthly dark and dirty show. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get a notice each week when new episodes are dropped exclusively for you. So what are you getting from this exclusive content? Well, you're getting a weekly Tags After Show where the conversation continues with hot gay sex topics in a more relaxed, behind-the-scenes, more intimate format. Our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show will often feature special guests like my co-hosts, but gets a little darker and a little dirtier as we reveal our sexcapades to your exclusive ears. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now to unlock exclusive Tags content and know that you'll be supporting Tags Podcast to continue delivering the quality of Tags Podcast you've come to love. You can unlock this exclusive content by going to tagspodcast.com and click on the link Tags After Show. Thanks for being a supporter and continue having hot gay sex.